All right. Hi, good evening. What's going on? I'll be too far. And welcome to another edition of St. Benjamin's. It's the after hours. After hours says, I'm drinking. Uh, Ethan, apparently, that's okay. (laughs) Let me just quickly introduce everybody. Uh, I'm Helene Swissola, uh, a.k.a. White Trash Helene of Starbuck Wild. Um, Also, White Trizzy on my Instagram and uh, Twitter. And Helene of St. Benjamin's on uh, Instagram. Uh, I'm uh, joined with my co-host, uh, Emil Westergaard, a.k.a. Hong, and he is in the building. Hi. Amitofo. Amitofo. You are a um, veteran of Wall Street and also a Shaolin monk, and you practice Kung Fu. Yes, and the founder of the Green Chi Network and Academy, which is the ecosystem in which this content is being created. Yes. Excellent. And you're watching us on the Green Tree Network. So big ups, big ups. And we're joined tonight with Ethan Malvo, um, who was with us last week. Um, and uh, you are author of The Color Line. The history, historian. Yes, you are a historian. Educator, I should just say educator. And, you're an educator. Yes. Um, with a host of Malvo Talks. Yes, Malvo Talks was a new show that's on the Green Chi Network, so everybody go check that out. Also, um, you have been a commentator a commentator on uh, Star in the Morning yes. and the Star Report and a, a lot of Star stuff. Star Chamber, yeah. Yeah, the Star Chamber, a lot, yeah. of, a lot of stuff related to Star. We're all in his, you know, Star is the center of the universe, and then right. we just... We just kind of around him, we right. or we orbit around it, right. so we're all here. Um, later, we might be joined by um, Lord Franchise, aka DJ Franchise, um, who has joined us in the past. We sent him an invite; he might join us. Um, but tonight, I want to take some time to talk about personal finance. Um, we're also going to talk about home ownership and how there's a new study that's saying seventy percent of millennials feel like it's bullshit. Okay. Are they they regret, no, no, the, the number was 70% of millennials regret having bought their home. Yeah. Right. I think 30% of millennials have bought a home. Yeah. And of those 30%, 70% are unhappy that they did it. So, and so, I think that that is a good thing to talk about. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. It is, it is. But, um, but for a moment, you were starting to do this before we got on. Um, Ethan, you want to tell us a little bit about the episode you posted on that? Uh, the network? Yes, it's it's about the Eos Prime Noctis, mm. which was in the movie Braveheart, what the king used to try to breed the Scottish into being loyal citizens. So if they had a child of English blood, it would unite them more to England mm. and make them to to uh, halt all of their rebellion. But that's a very complicated history. But that's what is about where that device of law, medieval law, came from. Which is basically that the king got to sleep with the serf's wife on the first no, 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 night. No, Not the, just the king, every English person. Wow. That was just a, der- a derivation. Got to sleep with the uh, Scottish women. Yeah. Got to sleep with the Scottish women by law. Yeah, Latin law. Under the pretext of Catholicism as mm. it existed then. Oh. <laughs> yes. Uh, That's awesome. Charlemagne invented it, really. Mm. Um, not not the not not the disgraced DJ, but the um, no, not the disgraced DJ. <laughs> 
am. Yes, I'm <laughs> but, you said that. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Shaw mates going around. But anyway, yeah. No, that, the, the, the historical, historical yes. Yeah. Of the Western Empire, Charlemagne, mm. Holy Roman Empire, I should say. Yeah. He used that to colonize the Saxons. Mm. So it originated with him, and then it took on new proportions with the various countries that came out of the uh, Frankish conquest. That's really cool. Well, so I'm gonna basically dickishness by rulers is a well-worn historical path that we currently are reliving in the present. Right. A little historical context for all of us. Uh, Whatever you want to call us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever we are. But anyway, but so that that's the new episode. That's, that's the, the new episode. Yeah, um, Mal Malvo talk talks. So I'm trying not to have my super, you know, New York accent. Uh, Malvo talks, but Malvo talks, and it's on uh, Green Tea Network. So check that out. Click the link. Go to it. Um, all right. So we. Want, I want to start off today talking about personal finance. Two things happened to me this. Um, month, I'll say, you know, monthly finance, my monthly financial budget, right? Two things happened. I want to bring that up and I'm sure it affects a lot of people. Um, so number one, I got rid of cable television. Okay. Okay. So not only do I think that it's just ridiculous to have that many channels and I don't watch really any of them, right? But also I, after getting rid of it, I, I say I'm actually only saving $50 a month, right? Okay. But $50 a month, that's like $600 a year, if you think about it, right? Okay, so that's number one. Don't ask me because I'm not a mathematician, but go ahead. Okay, but <laughs> I have a question. In your house, do you do, the, do you do your budget or does your wife do your budget? Or I'm are you not married? married. Okay, I'm, not, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not married sorry. yet. But, oh, okay, okay. Um, it's kind of a, a, a budget sharing thing. Okay. Uh, I, let me just say this. I just bought this house here. Okay. Home ownership. Yeah. Millennials and everything else like that. Yeah. Now, what I find in terms of the budget and everything else like that is that you, you see, this is why the old folks used to be into home repair for themselves, you know, mm -hmm. and everything else like that. Because last week, one of the banisters broke. And so I'm going to have to take... Wait, no, I lost him. Yeah, I took... I lost you, so yeah. Oh, okay. I took the bastard off. It, was, it wasn't, you know, one of the old... Wait, stuff. hold on. It was like a, go ahead. You did? That's mine. All right, go ahead. He uh, is it fine. Wasn't, it wasn't an a old-style banister. Mm -hmm. It was one of those, you know, um, I don't know... Makeshift, you know, like when people, because the people that we bought the house from, you know, they were bordering handicap or whatever it is. Oh, handicap. I say, yeah. But but I took, I had to take that off, and I'll uh, put paint over where the bolts were and everything mm -hmm. else like that because it really didn't belong there anyway. So but, you had a, a fixer upper. Yeah. But okay. you have to, when you buy your own home, and this yeah. is the reason why people in the past did this, you have to have some kind of know-how in terms of maintenance, mm. you know, like a handyman or something like that. You have yeah, to yeah. know your way around a wrench and a screwdriver and all those kinds of things. Right. 
And that's what adds expenses. And that's probably what the millennials are talking about. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. millennials don't know how to fix anything. Right, and right. So, right. Then, so then they have to hire someone right. to right, fix they're something. they're on their computer playing a video game. Yeah. Right, right, and right, they're right. like, okay, okay. Yeah, just have somebody else. So I get you on that. That's, that's true. You have to add a budget in for- They can't pay in gold coins from Northland. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know, it, with everything, like, you know, I yeah. have learned the, I wish I had thought of the idea myself. I have learned yeah. the importance of Home Depot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, if you're going to be a homeowner, you know, most homeowners do live there because yeah. every single thing, from the drain to anything, you have to learn how to do that yeah. for yourself. Or either that or, you know what? You find a spouse who's right. really handy, okay? Right. Or That's you true. have a large family like myself who, you know, you have contractors that or, that live within the family. You know what right. I mean? Like, <laughs> it's always good. My father was a carpenter. Okay. My brother my brother was a, a elect electrician. He is a, he is an electrician. And my other brother did has a painting contracting business. And they all know a plumber and they all know, you know, a mason. My husband's a mason. Not okay. the mason. Not this kind of mason. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Bricklayer. A bricklayer. My husband's a bricklayer. Yeah. So it's like you gotta have skills. Right. You know what I mean? Like you gotta make sure you marry into right. that sort of thing. So if you haven't done that, do that now. <laughs> yeah. Um but anyway, so I got rid of cable. And uh, and uh, um the second thing is is that um an expense came up this month, right? In fact, my husband and I, both of our phones went to shit, our cell phones. Okay. They went to shit. So we had to purchase new phones, like the both of us at the same time, which is kind of crazy, right? Because it's kind of a lot of money. So I had money put aside for a rainy day. Well, all that rainy day money went to go pay for these stupid phones because if you don't pay for them up front, you end up putting it like, uh, they charge a certain amount on your right. each bill. Right. You, could, you could finance it, but then they right. charge... And there's interest attached to that. So you're going to What is the interest that they charge? What's that? On the phone financing. I'm not sure. I didn't even. Okay. I'm going to find that out. Yeah. Find that out. Because I feel like I'd now rather just pay iPhone, for all of it. Right? What's that? iPhone or is this Samsung? It's an Android. I'm an okay. Android user. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I, I, I wanted to go to Apple and I have a Mac computer, but I just wasn't like sure. I wasn't really ready to make that. Plus those the iPhone ten, they're still like a thousand dollars for that phone or one phone. Well, I just got one, and you're absolutely right. It's very expensive. Yeah, it's a really expensive investment. Right. Uh -huh. Right. So, and and then you could finance it. Right. Which 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 is what I did. Yeah. On my bill. Yeah, and I think most people end up doing that. But I I was like, look, I'm not financing. I just want to buy it outright. You know what I mean? Because, I, yeah. But, but the reason why they do it with the AT&T is because if you go through Apple, yeah. the man told me it affects your credit score. You know, like if you miss one payment or something like that, it takes out. So that's the reason why they do that. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, your, obviously the credit score is a whole other thing. But I mean, yeah. I, it's, it's really interesting how these phones have become such a part of people's lives and their budgets and their... And I mean, and you better get the unlimited plan of everything because otherwise that data can just, you know, 
throw your budget really off. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I went to Barbados once for crop over, okay? And I did not know this, but my phone was on international data roaming. (laughs) It was the most fucking expensive trip to Barbados in my life. Like one day with my phone roaming internationally on, I look at my phone and I'm on Twitter. I didn't even know I was on Twitter. But Plus, I probably was drinking a lot, you know, because it was crop over. But still, I had a bill that was almost $400 in phone charges because I didn't know what I was doing with the stupid phone. Do you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, you have to contact your phone company before you travel. Oh, yeah. Because you can get, like, very good deals as long as you pre-set the plan. Yeah, or you have to just put it on airplane mode or whatever or don't allow data or whatever. But I didn't – I was, you know – not really but, thinking. But I, they do offer short term, at least Verizon, yeah. I know, offers like short a term. one month international plan so you can get that capture. Right. Which is cool. Which is but, it's, it's good because you don't have to rely on the Wi Fi of wherever you are or whatever. But I'm saying like those unexpected financial things that hit you like that, like that $400 bill. I was like, what? Right. I wasn't expecting that. So that money had to come out of the rainy day fund. I looked it up. Hi, Franchise. Hey, Franchise. Hey, homie. I can't hear you. Oh, he's figuring it out. Hi, Franchise. What is going on? Amito Fo. Amito Fo. The volume is low. Yeah. Oh, I got a wink on my lighting. Oh, you you got no lighting. Yeah, he does. There you go. There you go. That's, that's up what's your up. volume. Hold on, fixture. Fixture. All right, good. Uh, anyway, we're just talking about um, personal finance right now. And I said how I cut the cable bill and saving $50 a month, that's $600 a year. And I got hit with a couple unexpected um, expenses this month, and which were a little bit more than my rainy day fund, which kind of like, ugh, you know? And even though. I do have investments where I could pull money from, to be honest with you, but it's not that easy. And I make it that way on purpose so that it's not like I just go and use the ATM card and get the money out. It's right. not that easy. I have, there's processes you have to go to, you, to get the money from certain investments. You understand what I'm saying? And yeah, you put barriers in there to protect yourself from, from yourself. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I don't spend it. Yeah. So this month I'm like, ah, so I'm like, I'm really like, you know, and my, as my, uh, my husband always makes fun of me because I'm like, look, we are on a small budget. Right. Every, everything we do. He bought a brand new pair of Timberlands for his job. That's like $130. Right. Look, look at me. Look at me. That's wow. like. But, but I want to go back to what you were saying before. You spent whatever you spent on those two phones. Yes, I bought two phones. I had to buy because two new phones. Because you didn't want to take a payment plan. Because I didn't want to do the payment plan. But I will say, what? at least according to what I just looked up on the internet, yeah. and I will confirm this, okay. or I will make a correction next week if I'm wrong. Okay. Those are zero interest loans. There's zero interest? Zero interest loans. Okay, so I could have. But, so, but you know what? Maybe it is like they'll only give it you the payment plan if you agree to have a contract with them. Maybe that's what it is. Or There's some well, sort part, of strings yeah, it's attached. Part, it's part of your contract. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I want to uh, jump ship at any time. No, 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 but I will say, if you want to switch carriers, the carriers, all, the carriers all want you. 
He's somebody looking at me. Yeah. I'm such an amateur. The carriers will pay you to switch. They want your business. What'd you say, franchise? I'm saying I'm still surprised that people are still signing cell phone contracts in 2018 because there's so many independent companies like the Simple Mobiles and the Mobiles that, yeah. I mean, you could stay contractually, uh, abuse the competition they have with each other with the benefits and just like really like use the system consumer-wise rather than, you know, being lumped into the whole conglomerate of, you know, the T-Mobiles and the AT&Ts and... Trust me, I mean, they don't so need our money. Are you with one of those? Um, no, you just got to go with the small sub- subsidiaries like Boost or Simple Mobile or Cricket that, yeah. you know, do the, contract, the contractless things. Okay. Because, you know I mean? like, for instance, for me, I got the Boost thing, right? Yeah. That's contract-free. I pay that $50 when I feel like paying it, if I don't want to pay it. And, you know, even after you don't pay your bill, you can still receive calls, but you can't make calls. Yeah, but to make it even it. better, you can download that because they run <laughs> little commercials on your phone. You get okay. a little, like, discount for over a month to save, like, five, ten, twenty dollars $20 off your phone bill. So it's, yeah. like, contractless is the way to go if you really want to save and, you know, budget the penny. I agree, but I think with those companies and stuff, I, it works best if you have an unlocked phone. Like you have to get an, un, you have to, that's why, you know, you buy the phone oh, unlocked. Yeah. And, why would you have a locked phone? Yeah, I know. I'm, a, I'm, I, I'm with you. All right, so anyway, um, uh, so the, the idea of personal finance and having like a rainy day fund, you know what I mean? Um, Ethan, is that something that, I mean, you mentioned being a homeowner. Do you think that, that is something that you, you, you have to keep in your budget now, uh, especially because you own a home? Yeah, well, you see, the, the thing that helped me was that mm. I took an accelerator, and Emil can tell you about things like that. I went yeah. to a convention here in New York City by someone who was talking about that because I paid for a um, accelerator program, and that was just part of the package. Okay. But anyway... I learned a lot about not only, you know, separating, just like you were talking about in a more um, compact way, but anyway, separating your money is the best way to go, you know, like, so that not only the temptation is there, but also, you know, you have a separate pool of money for your investments or Mm -hmm. whatever, and then emergency, you know, when shit happens. Mm -hmm. And then... You know, you have your regular budget mm-hmm. that you draw from, you know, and that helps you to not only be frugal, but to have a good respect for money as you go along. You sound like my mother. My mother is like, always told me like, you know, you should respect money. Right. Like, you know, like don't ever keep your money crumpled up. You know, some people, right, they... Right, right. Like they keep money all crumpled up. My mother was like, you can't do that. You got to make sure the money is crisp. It's clean. It's, it's organized like $1 and then $5 and then $10 and 20 Like it has to be, I don't know. But that's. Well, I don't do that. But, but, but the respect I'm just speaking about is. Yeah. So you don't, if it's all in one place, then you can't untangle, you know, yeah. your budget and what you set aside if you want to invest in something, you know, you have to have a clear 
uh, wall of separation or demarcation right? so that it doesn't get all confused in your budgetary outlook. Yeah, and so the, the reason why I brought up my mom is because we started talking about last week about um, personal finance and like what how you learned about money or what you learned about money and, and how that happened in your life, you know? Uh, Hong and I have done many shows and Hong has worked on Wall Street for a lot of years and made a lot of money for a lot of people. But when it came to his own personal finances, he was kind of fucked up in the game. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then you come to the question of right. what, you know, like Hong, what did you learn from your parents about money? How not to do it. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> How to use it as a power tool, to use it poorly to manipulate people, to not pay bills, to create stress, to owe a lot, to live way beyond your means. Mm. Right. So that's what I did. <laughs> yeah. And I'm paying the price. Mm -hmm. Well, what did you learn, particularly from uh, Wall Street, Emil, about money and budgeting and all of that? Because interesting, like, you ended up well, in Wall Street, right? Well, my problems transcend my income. Right. So if I make a hundred thousand bucks, I'll spend a hundred and twenty. If I make a million, I'll spend a million too. <laughs> 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 I would, that's that, that's most people, I mean, That's why I asked you that. Yeah, but who was who was budgeting your money when you were when you were making all that money? Who right. was budgeting it? Who was your financial advisor? Who was your yeah? Okay, so my personal finances, particularly my second marriage, were all run by my my wife, right. and she was sloppy with it. No, she was oh. aggressive. Okay, she she would. Spend a hundred thousand bucks a month and then say, Fuck you, you, you're not making enough. Wow, that's, that's so many. Yo, that's a relate, that's a crazy relationship, though. I well, can't I imagine. I would never do that to my husband. I just wanted to say, I would never do that to him. I, I just feel like that's like, but, but think of the motivational drive if you did. No, I would never do that because that's like it's like torture. No, you can't do it right. to somebody. Men are men are First so connected all, to their money. I don't say that to criticize her. That's her. That's what who she is. That's what she wants. I chose to be the vehicle, and uh, you know. So I again, I it ended up being a mess because it's not sustainable, and I took the mess. I I left it. I didn't give it to her. I took on the whole mess, mm. and now I'm cleaning it up. And I'm five years into cleaning it up. And I have probably another, I don't know, hopefully not too long to go, because I got a lot of great businesses, and we're doing great things. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out What's, to Round K. What's that? Shout out to Round K. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Round K, Spice Grove. Yep. 
Spice Grove, um, which we have right here. HFDIY and Green Chi. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's oh, a community. Okay. It's an ecosystem. Okay. It's all related. And it's all supporting. Entourage. Oh, Entourage. There you go. Yeah. Hold on. Where's your hat? Hold on. We've got, we've got our own. We all got to. Uh, Ethan, that's why we have to meet up with you at some point. Yeah, so I know. I have, to, I have to get these products. Yeah, yeah you got to have these products so that you can. And, uh, yeah. uh, by the way, hey, franchise, by the, franchise, by the way, um, Ethan does a show on Green Sheet Network called Malvo Talks. Mm -hmm. He put up his first episode this week so um please check it out i know that you go to green tea network but this is something also i mean i'm just saying maybe we could bring the whole ecosystem all together because that's right. how it works i mean honestly like you gotta work together in some ways you know what i mean like right. wah, 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 wah. And i want to be clear it goes both ways right. if i can help any of you with business stuff Incubating businesses, making business decisions, modeling. I'm here to help you uh, so we can all build out our business. Yeah. Well, I caught, I, caught, I caught on to the show at a good time because you guys was talking about financial saving in the home. And oh, yeah. Like Why? What'd you do? A Patreon page. So anybody that wants to learn more about how, like, you know, cutting the cable bill and, you know, just how to do different things to bring down the cost, but you still don't give up the luxury. Yeah. Patreon.com slash T17 network. Subscribe to there. We'll have videos. We'll have discussions. You, you can get my personal. Yo, we got to talk about that shit. Is, you know, yeah, it's basically what I mostly do is I help old, I guide old people through to technology. So if you have like any aunts or uncles that understand how the fire stick works or stuff like that we, yeah we break that kind of stuff down over that the tcp network so check that out okay cool, all right can you just tell me what it is again franchise patreon.com slash t17 network T17. Um, by the way um by the way ethan i want you to meet franchise because i don't think you guys ever met before but franchise no. has been down with the starbuck wild machine for a very long time from the time, the days that we did Shovio. Yeah. yeah. Now, are you, do you remember when we did Shovio? Yeah, or? I remember all the shows. Show okay. Yes, yeah, so the franchise was there. Franchise was there during all that time. Yeah. So, um, anyhow, so uh, the other thing we wanted to talk about, we talked about, you know, what did you learn from your parents uh, as far as finances go? What would you oh, say? What I learned. Oh, God, I'm franchise, what? Very good. I did the opposite of what was in working for them. They were trying to hold saving model and, you know, budgeting model. Yeah. I realized that if you truly want to save in the world, you have yeah. to uh, adopt a mentality of earning more than you can possibly spend. And that's the key to saving. If you can make more than you can possibly spend, you can save the rest. Yeah, but some people can't, yeah. don't, yeah, that's the thing. It's like that some people well, are like, yeah, I want to do it. And then they spend more. people driven. Yeah, but what about you, Ethan? Like well, anyway, that's why when you know, when I learned, well, franchise, I'm with you. <laughs> what about what about you, Ethan? Well, what when I learned uh, almost the similar thing with the meal because what I learned growing up is that um, my mother, her economic way was. See, as long as I have a job, 
I can just spin the way that I want to. Also, the thing, and this is the thing, and this ties into one of the stories that you were assigning us. Which one? Which one? The one with, you know, the women. Oh, having and, children. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. Women in their 40s would yeah, rather. Women in their 40s and having children and all the rest of it. But you see, the thing that you've got to understand is way back in the 20th century, you know, the husbands used to have the right, even if the women worked, to confiscate their paycheck as when they want to, see? Mm. So, you know, coming out of that, you know, money was a very possessive kind of a thing. Now, that doesn't mean now with my, um, with my mother or, because I grew up with my mother and my grandmother. So the thing about it was, you know, as long as they had a job, they just spent their money the way they want to. Now, mm. the repercussion of that was they never had a healthy respect for money. You know, mm. everything was just tied into, well, you know, if you have a job, you know, and the paycheck is coming, then you just do, you know, you pay for what you want and everything else like that. See, and I have a very uh, different understanding about that because whether you have a career or you don't or you're just living from paycheck to paycheck you still have to have a better way of approaching money it's but i think that but that but that idea that you just mentioned ethan it right. just makes me think of like okay so if women for a very long time felt right. like well you know their man would always take the money and now right. they're in a position where hey that's not going to happen anymore of course i feel like you're going to be like i just want to spend the money any way i want right i mean Come on now. You know, it's, it's kind of like even when you get your first job, right? right your right, first right. job, you just want to blow all the money because you don't have that respect for the money. But also because it's, you made it. You right, made it. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? So they were coming out of that mentality. Yeah. That. That, was, that was a, the mentality of the big yeah. Okay. And then the uh, depression generation. Right. Now you're go, going back. Yeah. Go ahead, franchise. Franchise, yes. Go ahead, franchise. That's why we have to uh, respect the methods of the pimp because, you know, it's been uh, a long gone tradition that you got to control that money or else, you know, they're going to go both so, so, so who is the pimp? You're saying the man? The man? <laughs> I'm not gonna Whoever makes the money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if it's the woman. It, it That's the ridiculous. Woman the That's ridiculous. She's making the call. I think your idea is terrible. Yeah. See, the only point I was making in terms of that was with, at the advent of the woman that could make her own money and have her yes. career yeah. and still be married. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say if the woman was the breadwinner yeah. and she was making all the money and the husband didn't have as much, there was a time when the husband had the right to go in and say, well, give me this and give me that because I'm the head of the household. Mm. You are making more money than me. Now you have a different dynamic where the female is not only saying, listen, not only don't you have the power of finances over me, but I don't have to marry you. You know, you're just here at my leisure. And then when I'm tired of you, get to stepping. You know, that is, now, franchise. <laughs> but that is how a lot of females think, you know. just give, You're just a buck, you're a stud, you know, you're here. And then when I'm tired of you, you're gone. 
Oh my gosh. Um, listen, yeah. you guys, we only have a, like less than a minute left, but yeah. I just wanted to say thank you franchise for showing up. Thank you, Ethan, for showing up. Um, no thank you. Thank you, uh, Hong for, for being here entourage cigars. Thank you. And, uh, spice Grove, by the way, spice Grove. Um, you can find them on a, at green grape on Fulton street in Brooklyn and Sahadi's market on Atlantic, uh, Avenue in Brooklyn as well. Thank you to those guys. Because, by the way, I've been mixing it with my Appleton. Appleton. <laughs> with my applesauce. Now, Appleton rum, yeah. Just to be clear, yeah, none, of this, none of this yeah. is paid sponsorship. We yeah. don't do that here. Yeah. Right, but right. Th thank you guys for so – listen, next week we're going to talk about um, – that McDonald's fight that took place. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, but and, and, oh. and the female thing. Yes, well, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about those two things next week. Ten, we kind of talked about nine, it. Oh, bye, guys. It was nice seeing you. We'll see bye, you next everyone. week. Green Tea Network. Amito Poe.